What a time to be alive here on Ryan and Adam's show. Hi, um, if you don't know me, my name is Adam. And then you could assume that my name is the other name in the title, which is Ryan. And today we're going to up the velocity, okay? We're going to sprinkle a little sugar on it, and we're going to give you a, uh, a show with ethos. The log jamming. What's the? And <laughs> we won't be experiencing any log jams. Okay, we have. We're gonna break down the log jam. All right. A little, a little Kendall Roy for anyone out there who's watching Succession. Anywho, um, I think it's important. We received a piece of snail mail. You know, in the mail, real in, mail. In, in the mail to the show. It's and, happened before. It's rare though. It's very cool. Whenever it does. And uh, I'm gonna read it here. Uh, Adam and Ryan. All right. So already screwed up. It's Ryan and Adam. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. You were the you were the priority. I get it. <laughs> Miss you too. Here's my band's latest release. Enjoy. Can't wait to can't wait to either see you again or at least be on the pod again. Keep on rocking. Love, Tim, Pukey, Drace. So we just I heard. We just got a letter. I wonder. I know who it's from. <laughs> I did not know that that was him. You didn't tell me, so this is a surprise to me. And two copies of his album. Here's your oh, warning. Oh, I'm getting. I'm getting one. Yes. Oh, thank you. So yeah, uh, check out. Here's your warning. Google. Here's your warning. Portland, Oregon, Bandcamp, and you will find it. There's a businessman there. on the cover, and he's puppeteering what looks like a clergyman and a cop. Yes. There you go. It doesn't get more Portland, Oregon than that, there you people. Go. And it doesn't get more punk rock than that. It was sick. So thank you, Tim Drace. Yeah, it reminded me of like the old days of going to shows and seeing oh, yeah. the new that, punk. Like, that they, sounds like they, they could have played right next right before or after Four Fingers. You I, know, I miss those, those days. days. It was very cool, and I'm very happy to have this. Thank you for sending us this. Yes. And now I'm very, fully corporate. I'm 34 years old. Very cool. Doing Kendall Roy impressions. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm a little too good at. Yeah, we're because like because I'm corporate. We're like the boomer hippies that became bankers. You know what I mean? Like we've just totally grown up to be asshole. I was always the asshole though, even at those shows. But <laughs> yeah, you're corporate now, doing Kendall Roy. Mm. What are the uh, What are the optics? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I say? Fuck Madsen. Just every everything is just uh, that's that's his lead up. Wait, let me let me tell you what I think. You know what he does Fuck a lot. Them. Whenever somebody says anything to him, he always goes uh huh, uh huh. When he's like thinking about what he's gonna say next, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, he's just waiting for you to be done so talking. So he can go into so his manic. Yeah, they all have a thing like that. He does that. Roman, whenever someone says something to Roman that he doesn't like, he always thinks about it. He always goes hmm, um, uh, you know. And then he always says some kind of fucky thing he throws yeah. fuck in there they all have like a thing they all have a little shtick they do they're all great it's a great show it's been on uh, i don't know if the people are watching it but they should be and it's a pretty good lark on that culture it's a it's yeah. an excellent lark on that culture and uh yeah it manages to be a legitimate drama with real character um it's funnier than most comedies on tv yeah, though yeah so well, that's think, the most important part i think that's ultimately what it is i think the creator made that show peep show which yes, is a comedy yeah so i think ultimately what it is like what i love though is that you do care about the characters and like there is real drama and it is really smart it feels like a drama and yet I, to me the whole entire thing is like a lark and not a lark but like you're making they're making fun of these people yeah they're saying these people run america they run the world and look how fucked up they are 
And that's and it's 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 sad, but it's also really funny. I, oh, yeah. I love it. I think it's fucking great. Highly recommend. Are you watching Succession, listener? It's, Email us, the truth, yeah. Ryan Adam, gmail.com. Uh, tell us who's your favorite character. Appointment TV. There's only so much, you know, every time a show ends, like a Breaking Bad or something ends, which, I mean, that was like fucking 10 years ago. But whenever something ends, it's always like, oh, what's going to be the next thing? It's cool to still have a show. It's mm-hmm. cool to still have shows. Can you believe Breaking Bad ended 10 years ago? <sighs> and. Wow. It, they're still relevant. They're doing Super Bowl commercials. Apparently, they're going to cameo in the new uh, season of Sunny. Mm. Like they, it's amazing. They're still they're going to cameo in the new season yeah, of Sunny. They, there's an episode where they're going to be in it. Oh man, yeah. I'm I've been twisting your arm to uh, bring back Butterboy's characters, and you won't do it. And these guys, the most <laughs> prestigious characters. I, I don't think they're playing Walt and Jesse. TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Kinda... I think they might be playing Brian and Aaron. Not like understood. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. Having uh, fun doing stuff. <laughs> You're just turning into fucking Kendall. Dude, I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, God. Hey, so, uh... We went to the movies together yeah, last we, weekend. Yeah, we did, yeah. The two of us and former guest Kate, we all went to the movies. We saw Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise. The fifth Evil Dead movie. What, um, what'd, you th- what'd you think, Ryan? What did I think of Evil Dead Rise? I haven't thought about it since I've seen it, but, uh... I liked it. Yeah. But uh, I didn't. It's, you know what it is? I'll tell you what I thought. If you don't really know Evil Dead, which I'm assuming a lot of the people in the movies did not, because you heard a lot of them say like, like uh, even on the internet, I get the impression that people know of the 2013 or yeah. whatever the fuck year it was one, but they don't really know that it was a franchise. If you don't know the franchise, it's like holy shit! Eyes are shooting out, and every and, and you know, and it's really crazy. But if you've seen the originals, it's essentially just like a generic version of. It the has fir- all the parts. Yeah, it's a generic version of the first one with a bigger budget. Yeah, which kind of loses the whole point of what makes the first one so amazing. So it's still fun. It's really cool. I enjoyed it. But it's like a, a checklist. I kind of, yeah, it got a great audience response. The audience, it was a packed theater, you know? They're opening, laughing Opening and Saturday cheering. night yeah. and really reacting to it. And It's fun. They, they dug it. It was it was fun. Everyone in it's good. The lady that is the main deadite is great. Yeah. She has one line where she calls her kids, uh, I believe, like titty-sucking parasites, yeah. which is pretty great. <laughs> But it was just like, you've seen it. If you've seen it, it yeah. you've seen it. And I mean, my my main criticism was just they did this weird bookends thing. Yeah. With, it had a very specific opening and a very specific ending that had really nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Yeah. And they tried the time together. And I, it was just not, I didn't like that. But otherwise, fun movie. I couldn't have asked for it to be much better than that you I, know? I feel like they did they added that feels like an, a last minute thing like a studio note mm. or something you know yeah. uh i told you that i had written something that involved a i don't want to spoil but involved something that they did in their movie and i was a little bummed out watching it like oh man not that i'm not gonna make a movie like a real movie but you're like you want to yeah. you want to think you came up with something neat you yeah know? the fact that i'm don't want to spoil it means i liked it enough i liked you know? it enough. because if i if i didn't like it i would i would spoil it right now it's but. a fun little evil dead movie 
Oh, yeah. So, if every few years they were like, uh, let's do one in an airport. Let's do one in a pizzeria. <laughs> like a fun little Evil, Evil Dead, Dead movie. People are trapped guess, somewhere. Was it, was it called Evil Dead Rise because they were a high in rise. a high rise? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I never saw Demons 2, but isn't Demons 2? In a high rise. Yeah. And so is the Cronenberg, his first movie was in a high oh, rise. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so forgetting the name Creep, Creepers. What is it called? Uh, uh, Slither? No. Sleep. Slappy Samsonite. <laughs> Samsonite. I knew it started with an S, though. No, uh, um, I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name. But yeah, uh, I'm forgetting. It's not Rabbit. He made a movie called Rabbit. It wasn't it's not Rabbit. Rabbit. It was called the, the Creepies. Thing, the slugs. They get slugs, and they get yeah, whatever. Sluggies. It's a movie, a Canadian right. movie. Now we also both of us separately rewatched the 2013 Evil Dead. Now which I've is a always, remake of the original. I know. We kind of had differing opinions on it. We probably still do. I rewatched it uh, because of this new one, and my opinions did not totally sway. But I don't remember what we talked about. What was your? Th- I know that you, you, and most of most of my peers seem to be not so. I know a lot of people love it. Not so great on it. Don't love it so so much. But I always kind of thought, in terms of classic horror remakes. You know, it's probably as good as Rob Zombie's Halloween. I, I you know, would, I would even go as far as to say I would rather watch it than Rob Zombie's uh, yeah, Halloween. I know? don't hate it. Right. My it was like a big shrug for me. It was like, oh, well, that was all right, and that was it. Like it was. It, I didn't think. I didn't even think. I didn't think Rise was better than it. I thought the. I would rather watch Rise. Really? Yeah, and I'll tell you exactly why. Because. Uh, it's not. A, it's not a direct. Even though I said it was basically a remake, mm. it's not a direct remake. So you have kids in peril, and you're in a new setting, and there's slightly different aspects to it. The re- 2013 remake it suffers because it's well, it, it, de- it demands to be compared whether it likes it or not. Well, right, true, and but that's just you know, I, it was just so the 2013 one is so gnarly, and it goes places that I don't think the new one. The new one didn't go there. No, I I, I, mean, I wish even, it did. Even just think about this. The fact in the original, the original Evil Dead, that a woman gets raped by a tree yeah, even Sam, is so gnarly. Sam Raimi actually recently said he, that he wished he hadn't done that. I mean, but that's what horror movies did. Yeah, that it, was a 70s it, movie. It was, it was a 70s movie in, what, 1981? Is that what yeah, it came yeah. out? Yeah, it was it a was low, grubby. low budget it wanted to make an impression, so you're gonna put a little sexual assault in there. That's what those movies did, you know. Yeah, and um, I I did like it, and it's a tree. The, yeah, then the which 20- makes it almost I don't want to say funny, but makes it almost funny. Makes it, it it's very Sam Raimi. It's brutal, but it's absurd. Yeah, and I I like the brutality and the gore and the effects of the 2013 one a lot, and I always have. The, I liked it too, but the thing that it, it lacks a it lacks a certain type of um it's it doesn't have comedy. Yes, it the lacks, 2013 yeah. one does not have any comedy. I don't want to use the word humorless because I feel like that makes it sound bad. No. Like it was supposed to, dude. There's nothing worse than when these these horror movies try a joke that doesn't land. I and I, I like that the yes, 2013 one didn't do that no i agree and again it's supposed to be sort of like the first one which i think is mostly also humorless but even humorless there's something I don't know, exuberant about it and that's sam raimi yeah he brings a 
exuberance. There's something exciting and fun about the way that he makes those movies that was lacking in the 2013. It felt almost, I don't want to say dour, but it felt like it was trying too hard to be like mean and... Yeah, the tone was, it was a dark tone. Yes. And there was no wink, wink. There was none of that in the 2013. Which I can understand why you would respect that, but I feel it didn't feel like Evil Dead as much to me. I don't know. Something about it was not... And also, it does a bit of a twist. I don't want to spoil. Yeah. It it, does a bit of a twist, which I think is cool, but I don't know. It It, kind of becomes, you know, the the first, the original Evil Evil Dead is not a slasher film. No. The remake kind of does a twist. It does a twist, yeah. Where it kind of becomes a bit of a slasher. Yeah, yeah, it does. At the end there. Yeah, I guess so. You know, well, one of the big... The um, chase. I know what you're talking about. yeah. And like I don't know, I I appreciate the big swings. I do too. I do I, too. I like um, I like the main character in the 2013 one. Yeah, she's good. Some of the the ex the extras are you know, but every horror movie Let's has has characters that stink. The first Evil Dead, a lot of those actors were not great. Oh no, no. You, you, Most you, of them didn't even act again after that. You know what makes the first? It's my favorite one. Even though I think the second one does everything the first one did, but better. Mm. And I remember the first time I saw the second one, and I'm not just saying this because everyone says it, I was blown away. Yeah. I remember when he's in that room alone and everything's laughing. I just remember the way it's shot. I'm like, this, what a ballsy fucking thing to yeah. make a remake of that movie and make it a, like a Three Stooges comedy. Like, it's so fucking awesome. But yeah. I still prefer the first one. And I think it's, that's where my like respect for Sam Raimi comes in because it just feels like, this is a bunch of children yeah. in a cabin yeah. <laughs> with like Kiros, like fake syrup blood and a camera. And they made a, such a cool, innovative, wild fucking movie. Like, I just admire it. Yeah. I just think it's so cool. And then to make a third one, mm. which he wanted to call Medieval Dead, but they didn't want to call it that because the, that's how unknown Evil yeah, Dead was. Yeah. To make a third one and be like, fuck everything that made the first two good and let's make him a goofy character and set him in like the medieval times it's fucking crazy like talk about big swings like how cool is that trilogy it is it is one of the best yeah it's so fucking cool did you ever watch the show i did i didn't finish it i think i watched the first season it was a hell of a lot of fun that show i i finished it and some seasons were better than others it definitely like faltered every now and then but it was fun. Yeah. It was really fun. And I actually, I really like the way it ended. A lot of people wanted more. People still want more. They was, always want more, dude. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. I was satisfied. I was like, man, that was a fucking killer. Bruce Campbell even said it. He's like, people have been nagging us forever to make a fourth movie. We made four seasons of a TV show. Like, yeah. just be satisfied. Like, this is what we would have made. The pilot was directed by Sam Raimi. So it's like, this is what you might have gotten only in a movie form. All right. Just fucking take you it. You got even more. Yeah. You know, after but four seasons. People always want more. But uh, anyway. Four seasons is like uh, how many movies? 10, I think he 15 did, movies? I think in that interview, he did the math. And it was just like, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> um, anyway, I like the. I thought there's a little Bruce cameo in the new one. Uh, when they're listening to the tape. Yeah. You hear someone yell, burn the book. Don't Don't read it. That's Bruce Campbell. Oh, okay. And the director kind of said, he's like, who knows? Maybe it's Ash, yeah. you know, traveling through time somehow. You know, it was just like a fun little thing to throw in there. Yeah. Yeah. And the new one, Evil Dead Rise, that was, it had more of that Raimi charm. 
yeah. in, in that in terms of it being a little cheeky. It and, tried to too. Like that that yeah. one eye scene didn't totally work for me. Yeah. But it felt very like, well, we have to do this kind but, of kooky thing. But going back to what I, I, I said about um it being gnarly and now this one was not as gnarly. There, no. There's a perfect opportunity for them to kind of redo the gnarly tree scene, except in an and elevator. I know it should, yeah. And they didn't go there. And I, I don't think that they would have in this day and age. Yeah, they you kept know? advertising the cheese grater on all the posters, and it's really like <laughs> one shot. Yeah. And I look, well, a lot of bad things are happening to kids, which is pretty brutal. But Oh, yeah, but that is true. Y- you do, and I think that's one of the reasons why it's not as gory, because it's one thing to put uh, teenagers or grown-ups through gory scenes. It's another thing to do that with yeah, a bunch of kids. children. Yeah. That was kind of a strange choice, but mm. it, it was kind of... I mean, a mother is essentially trying to murder her children. I mean, it's a pretty, yeah, it's pretty, pretty wild idea. Yeah. But uh, I agree. It wasn't as... It wasn't as... Um, it didn't go there, like you said. Yeah. It, 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 was, it, it needed one more step. Yeah. And, and that, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I think, I guess, to go back and rewatch the 2013 one and see, it was just... I was like, I don't think they would have done a lot of this now if I they that, tried making it now. I, I love that, like, in the first one, it was, like, all the blood, you know, the constant blood. It's almost like a gag. Oh, yeah. And now that's become such a thing that, like, in the 2013 one, they're like, fuck it. It's just going to rain blood. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just... And even in the new one with the elevator, it's just, like, just fucking yeah. blood. That's the shtick. Just fucking pound blood, blood in there. Blood everywhere. It's fun. And I, like I said, in five, ten years, if they wanted to do it, like... Evil Dead in another location. Uh, fuck it, I'll I'll watch it. Epic. It's fun. I just watched um a new slasher movie. What'd you watch? Did you hear? I don't see now. There's a reason why you might not like it, but I liked it. it was Pete Davidson in it? No, but I did see his slasher movie. Or did it, was it released by A24? Bodies, 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 which I what? didn't like. Uh, no, it was a movie called Sick. Why wouldn't I like it? I'll tell you right now. Because it's set. I'll dur- tell you right now. I'll tell you right now, and you're going to agree with me. Because it's set during what? COVID. Oh. Yep, I knew it. I knew it. It's <sighs> it's written by the guy that wrote Scream, but it's not like meta. Mm. It's a. I was shocked by how much of a traditional slasher movie it is. It's like, what if we? It's basically these two teen girls go to quarantine at their parents' uh, cabin, and there's a guy trying to kill them. And it's okay. very straightforward. It's a cabin in the woods movie. It's more of like a lake house but lake house in the woods movie. it's very very like it almost feels like and again not in an obnoxious way it feels like they were like what if we just took the original friday the 13th like what all the 80s slasher movies did which is take that formula take the motives take all the setups and just do it in a modern setting and there's like some you know theme about covid and stuff but it wasn't it wasn't obnoxious to me. I don't. It might be to you, but to me, I I didn't I didn't get annoyed. If anything, it was kind of neat. I don't mind if a movie references COVID because it's like that's after nine eleven. Movies referenced nine eleven. Like a movie will mirror the times that we're in. So mm-hmm. that was a huge fucking global thing. So to be like, okay, we can have a story that kind of is set during that time. To me, that's not immediately a red flag. It, like I, it ha- I have to see what it is. And I okay. thought it, I thought it worked for the movie. All right. It didn't blow my pants off, but I was actually pretty like, I like slasher movies, so I was like, oh, cool. Like, it was better than Scream Six. Let me tell you that. <laughs> okay. It felt like what was it on? What's the streaming Peacock? What's... 
Peacock. Okay, that one's free, right? I think I've I've watched stuff on it. A lot of it's free. I don't know if that one is, uh-huh. but um, it might be. You have the premium. Yeah, you have the premium cock. I paid for the premium cock. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. All right. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for the review. That's a Ryan Reckett recommendation. Reckett Ryan. Ryan recommendation. Yeah. If you're into we that. We haven't kind had of thing. one of those in a while. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Should we should we go to the mailbag? Because we have about a thousand emails. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I also could do my segment on Fast Nine. Or we could save that. It depends. It depends on <laughs> I do want to do a song in the middle. Okay, so let's just do a couple emails first. All right. All right. We got an email here from a Mr. Uh, I believe you just were at a Mets game with this fellow, a Mr. Chris Carr. Okay. The subject line, going to Top Gun with your dad. All right. So here we go. Just listening to Dad Blue Jeans, and I really like the segment on Top Gun and how you guys went to see it with your dads. I didn't get a chance to partake, unfortunately. My dad died in 2007. Have a great week. I love the show. <laughs> thank, thank you, Carr, for sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. That's when we graduated. We graduated yeah. high school the same year. But you know what, Carr? You do, you do have a son now, so your son could be... Yeah, taking you, taking you to see. Yeah, you are the dad. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. You know when when uh, when Maverick is ninety years old and they decide to remake it again. Yeah, your son is going to take you, dude. So there you go. Be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they make the yeah, Top Top Gun Eight, Top Gun. I hope they don't make another Top Gun. Uh, Why wouldn't they? They the last one made a killing. I know, but it's like. It was one of those things where it's like dog fighting doesn't exist anymore. It's all drones. But like, what if we came back for one more? And then like, once you're like, let's do it again. It always kind of feels like. Top Gun with drones sounds like the worst movie ever. I agree. Ever. And f- I think there was, I didn't Eesh. see it, but wasn't that movie stealth about that? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't I think, see that. Oh yeah, I know. That's what you're, that's the future though, man. Drones. The future is drones and, and Top Gun 8. Yeah. Top Gun. <laughs> Top I, I'm gun. drinking. I'm drinking tea out of a Top Gun themed mug right now. Yeah, it's fun how it says. I uh, just love because I was inverted and but it's backwards. It's inverted. Yeah, it's inverted, baby. It's pretty pretty good. Uh, here's another email from a guy who just uh, mailed us. Oh, just snail mailed us. Tim. Yeah. Hey. Subject line. Hello again, Tim. Fight me in Washington, fellas. Oh, geez, I was literally yelling at my speaker listening to the latest episode. Tonight we're going to party like it's 1974 when Dylan asked about fighting in the situation that we're in. In, in the situation that they're, they are, we're in. Typo. It's fine. I immediately thought about Washington State law, about a Washington State's law about mutual combat. Uh. I think Josh Chen texted us yeah, about this. Yeah, I, I pulled this up. Then the both of you listed all of the requirements for this type of fighting. So I'm here to tell you both that mutual combat is legal if both parties agree to the fight and it occurs in a public place and there is no serious bodily injury. Wow. I learned this not that long ago and figured it would be great to share at this relevant moment. So from now on, I will be telling people to fight me in Washington <laughs> if such occasions arise. 
Not sure, not really sure if that's helpful at all, but thought it was a neat fact. Anyway, got to get back. Love you, Pukey. Thank you so much for the email. Yeah, thanks, Puke. Yeah, and um, Josh Chen also, he did send us the Wikipedia page to Mutual Combat. And uh, there's a Washington law. The Oregon law specifically bans Mutual Combat. So that's banned in Oregon. But uh, I don't know. Apparently, this is you can do this. Isn't this that is, so strange? Yeah, but you know what? The amount of red tape that you need to cut through. Even Josh it's said good. you need to find a cop to agree to witness it and referee. Like I don't need. That's a person we don't need. We don't need the cop to referee. Feels like a good premise to a to a comedy. I like the idea of like by the time you get through all the red tape, you're like not even angry at the guy anymore. It's like, yeah. what the hell are we fighting why, about? Why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. This is silly. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Now now we know. Mutual combat. Yeah. Legal in certain municipalities. To, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people are really taking advantage of that, but it's kind of cool to know. This, so, could, this could be a fun, uh, a fun contest. They should start a fight club. Yeah. They should get a fight club there. I just told a kid to watch Fight Club. He had never seen it. Mm -hmm. I work with him. Young kid. 19. And okay. he didn't know the ending, which blows my mind. Wow. And to talk to somebody who was like, wow, that was crazy. And like, he was the same guy. And it was like, it was just, I felt like I was in 2003. Like, it was yeah, so it, strange. It was impossible. I couldn't see the movie um, without already knowing the ending because it was just, it was out there. I didn't know the ending when I saw it. Really? And I remember I saw it at the Flynn's. And when it's revealed what the ending is, I remember, like, I think it was Pat. One of them looked at me like, did you, like, get, like, do you get it? And I remember being like, holy fuck. I, I remember <laughs> having that feeling of, like, wait, what? Because I've seen 50 movies do it now. Yeah. But at that age, I was, like, 11. It was like, holy shit, you know? Like, it was <laughs> crazy. I just never saw anything like that. It was crazy. You were 11 when you saw Fight Club? Uh, the, at the oldest. What? I saw Fight Club like almost immediately when it came out in the video, probably. Really? So, yeah. Oh, man. I don't think I watched it until I was in college. Dude, I watched the... When I tell you, <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. It's not cool. It probably was bad. I watched the... I, I watched anything. Mm, yeah. A lot of it was the Flins. Like, they had like carpet. Like they could watch anything they wanted. I think that they could have watched hardcore porn and nobody would have said anything. So they would. <laughs> so they would just say like, "Hey, there's this. Here's this movie." And I would say, "Okay, fuck it. I'll watch it if you guys watched it." And well, I think one of the reasons that why I I held off on watching it was because I knew the ending. But then the funny thing was when I finally decided to see it, I knew nothing about anything else, and really. The beauty of that movie, it's that movie is the ending is just the ending. I agree. The way you get there is the movie, you know, I, between. Yes. I remember in high school. I don't so maybe, even want to say because. Maybe I was a little bit older because yeah. I remember really loving it in high school. And high school, I remember really being super into um, David Fincher. Yeah. So that seven, we all went and saw Zodiac. I remember being really <laughs> into Fincher. But by the way, all three of those movies are solid. Yeah, I still haven't seen Zodiac. It's wild. Yeah, I mean, it's I like know, you, you, you're. I'm a Zodiac fan. You're a Zodiac. Head. I haven't seen it in years, but the last time I saw it, I mean, it was probably like eight years ago. But I watched it on Netflix, and I, I it's like so fucking long, and like nothing happens in it. It's like an investigation movie. Yeah. But I remember when it ended, just being like, oh, "Man, that was good." Like I, I was in it. I was in that fucking movie. Alien Three. 
<laughs> Alien 3 doesn't work completely, but it's pretty good. Yeah, I feel like um, the more I watch Alien 3, the, the more I like it. Yeah. I remember hating it the first time I saw it. I remember as a kid. Yeah, that was that was an 11-year-old movie. Yeah, I the saw Alien that as movies. a kid. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I saw them very young. Uh, yeah, what other Fincher movie? I don't remember. Gone Girl was okay. I don't remember caring. Oh, he did Gone Girl? Yeah, he also did uh, Benjamin Button, which I didn't like. That's not very Fincher-esque. He, he did he Social did- Network. Social Network, and he did... Which was um, good. Social Network was good. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, American? Which I've never seen. Was that good? Uh, I would see the original one if you're going to watch one. Okay. That's the reason why I didn't see it. And that's... The, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The reason I didn't see it... Those were so huge. I know. I admit, I Listen. Yeah, missed out. It's like the same reason, like, remember when Kate was shaming me because I didn't see Midsummer, And it's like, <laughs> you didn't see Midsummer. And, and I know she's listening to this, uh, but I see what I want to see, man. <laughs> you know, you ain't going to fucking pressure me. I see what I want. I did watch Midsummer, and I actually liked it more than you did, but I see what I want to see. And uh, the, the my problem with the girl with the dragon tattoo was I knew that there was an original trilogy. And so there was a part of me that felt like I should watch that first, and I just never really felt like it mm. and so i just never it just never happened not gonna do it he made mank which i didn't see no i didn't see it no and uh, he's making some new serial you're like killer. a you're like a fincher encyclopedia he's over here some new serial killer movie no i just know the fucking movies that he made i don't know we're talking <laughs> how do we even get oh mutual combat okay yeah fight club fight club yeah it was a long way to get there well we made it we made it at the other end so do you want to play a song in the middle here yeah, uh, we have. Do we have any song requests? We do. We have a song. We have a bunch of them actually. But um, uh, hold on a second. Here we have one from Kate. Uh, speaking of Kate, uh, the Scissor Sisters. Any which way. All right, done. So that's what we're gonna play. And uh, I'm scrolling a lot. I've missed a lot here. There's a lot of song requests. Damn. Well, anyway, that's the one I just saw, and we're gonna play it. So uh, here that is.
Scissor Sisters here on Ryan and Adam's show. That's a great album, Nightwork. Check it out. Thanks for. Uh, yeah, I don't really know it. The request, Kate. We always appreciate your emails. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll get to your other the other song requests. Mostly all of them when we get to them. So everyone, you know. But do we have something more important to discuss? Now? I I have watched a little movie. The listener didn't want to send me a jingle for this segment, so oh. I, I, you know, I guess I'll well, we'll go jingleless. But F nine, the Fast Saga. Okay, here we go. So here we go, Fast and the Furious Nine. This is the last one to come out before uh, the newest one. Before you start, I just need to t- describe to the listener. I I just caught a glimpse of the notes on your phone. Yeah, it is top to bottom. The whole screen. He just scrolled down. There's there's three pages of notes on his phone for these fast movies. Okay, so listen oh, up, dude. Check out. This is all of them from all the movies. Oh wow! Take a look at this. I'm still scrolling. Oh yeah, you got. You can write a novel. You can write a college paper on Fast and the Furious movies. I want to make it very clear. I am not watching these movies because I want to. Okay, <laughs> this is a. I'm doing this for you, listener. For your benefit. Uh, this movie is called F9 because they've totally run out of titles for these movies. 2021, Justin Lin, that guy again. So let's do it. Let's do it. All right, okay. here we go. All right. The old Universal logo pops up because it leads right into a flashback in which we meet young Dom, Vin Diesel's character. And we, we sort of see some scenes with him that are from a story he told in the very first movie. The actor... 
uh, does not look anything like Vin Diesel at all. In the movie, his dad is Spanish. I have absolutely no idea what race this character is supposed to be, mm-hmm. and I think that's the point. They want to okay. like they want to the. Okay, so let's move. It's weird. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. So okay, I'm just gonna read these. <laughs> this fucking shot. It's just like I'm just. This is a Wikipedia page. All right, the fan. All right, they, so they visit Dom and Letty, right? And he's got this kid now who's three, and they say evil Charlie's there and attacked Kurt Russell. Uh, she killed his kid's mom in the last movie. I, I don't know if you remember that. I don't. But I don't. It happened. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and that's and that is a downside to to not watching these movies quickly is that you get totally thrown off on the continuity. I didn't recognize a lot of returning people, uh, <laughs> but I needed I needed the fast break. I was getting very negative on these movies. I think too negative on the last few. So I just I needed the break. And I forgot everything. But so John Cena is a bad guy working with Evil Therone. He plays Vin Diesel's brother. Uh, he, he, and he's playing it super serious. And Cena is just better when he's kind of like the joke. He's sort of like Mark Wahlberg that yeah. way. But he's playing it super serious. Uh, him and Vin Diesel both have cross necklaces. It's very dramatic. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, okay, so and then I got a couple quick notes here. Serious people. Evil Therone's haircut stinks. Oh, doesn't she have like kind of like, um, it's like a short, like a Karen. Yes. A Karen Ka- yes. Cardi B cameo stinks. Um, I wouldn't even know her if she did have a cameo. I wouldn't know it was I her. I can't believe that I did. I actually, really? I, I, I t- typed into my notes, Cardi B cameo stinks. And uh, then I went, I'm not going to say that and be wrong because that would look bad. So, so you I had go- to look it up? Yeah, and it was her, and I have no idea how I I knew. wouldn't have known unless a character was like, hey, Cardi B, it good was, to see you. Well, she wasn't playing Cardi B. I think yeah. it was the voice. I could just hear wet-ass pussy. Like, that's her, right? <laughs> and I feel like it was just like, I feel like that's the wet-ass pussy voice. <laughs> so I, I think that's her. I don't know. The fuck do I know? <laughs> but that's how I, I think that's how I knew. I knew from like the songs. So okay, so Han, the Asian guy who died in one of the previous movies, he's not dead now. I don't know how that happened. It stinks. Uh, I wrote this note because Jeff wanted me to. John Cena zip lines a lot. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of magnets, uh, lots of fighting on top of moving vehicles. It's like very fucking cartoony. Now here is the big takeaway. This was the big like headline when right. this one came out. Okay. Okay, so Ludacris and Tyrese, they're two, uh, I mean, that's the actors' names, but they're two characters from these movies. They fly a car attached to rockets into outer space. (laughs) So they have to get to a satellite in outer space. So they they hook up. I think it's one of the characters from Tokyo Drift that helps them do it. They hook up rockets to like a piece of shit car, like it's like an old car, and they fly it. To outer space, wow! And they're f- and I guess I don't know if this was like a meme, and they, the and the movies decided to like own up to the meme, the idea of Fast and the Furious in space. But it is quite literally them in a car, floating around the Earth, and they're in the car and they're like, "Holy shit! Like I can't believe we're in a car <laughs> in outer space!" And it's like, and then they're doing shitty like banter, like, "How much candy are you gonna eat?" You're eating way too much candy. Meanwhile, they're flying in space. It's fucking crazy. It's so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. And there's like an Armageddon moment when they're like, if we hit this NOS button and fly into the satellite, we won't have enough gas to get back home. 
And then they're like, fuck it, let's do it. You gotta be kidding. No, me. it's like a big dramatic space movie moment. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry though, they don't die. Um so I don't I, I only have a couple more notes. The movie ends with Paul Walker driving up to the house while they're eating, but you don't see him. You just see his car and it's meant to be him. Right, okay. I think apparently the next two are the last ones. We'll see. But I think if they keep doing this flashback thing, I suspect you're going to see CGI Paul Walker. I think they're building up to that. I love this. this uh, <laughs> apparently the last five are going to be the last I, ones. I know. Like dude, just the last five and then they're done. Even I don't. And normally yeah. I'll go along with these PR things because it's more fun that way. Mm-hmm. But even I don't fucking buy this. Yeah. They're going to be making these movies till the end of time probably. So is that the only one you have to talk about? T- I have 10 coming out in theaters. Yeah, because that hasn't come out yet. Yeah, this is the last one. Okay, until the so theaters. we're caught up now. I guess I'll see the movie by myself. <laughs> and this is So this is my overall review. All right. I don't know what was going on most of the time. Fucking batshit CGI-filled nonsense exists in a world of its own, and that's fine. Basically a cartoon. And that's not necessarily to say that I didn't enjoy it somewhat, but man, when you watch these later Fast and the Furious movies... You got to be like, you got to know what you're watching. Human beings are going to be jumping from moving car to moving car. People are going to fly to space. They're fucking crazy. And you just have to roll with it. You're watching a cartoon. Did it have that dog in it? Um, No. I don't think it had that dog in it. Maybe like a terrier, maybe a chihuahua. But I don't think it had any real... Dog. The further you get removed from 2001, the further you get removed from the dog, I, I would imagine. Yes, it doesn't feel as like, 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 ugh, you know, like, I don't know the slang, but you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. feel, the flashbacks, they stink, but they're kind of neat because they feel like the old movies. Okay. And you're seeing like young versions of these characters and it's like, oh yeah, there's a part of you that's like, that's what the movie should be. Like, I, I'm sure the 11th one, they're going to fucking, you know, fly to Pluto, but, like, they should go back to basics. That's, that's, it's gotten insane. But I think that's part of the fun. Fly to Pluto. I think part of the fun is, like, let's go see the new Fast and the Furious and see how batshit crazy they're going to get. Like, I think that's part of the fun now. Yeah. There's almost, like, a camp-like val- value to it. But, uh, I don't know, man. I watched nine goddamn Fast and the Furious movies. Plus the spinoff, I feel fucking winded. I give you a lot of credit. I give you a lot of credit. And nobody would ever take notes but you. And you took notes for nine movies. Yeah, I, I won't be able to do that in the movies, so I'm going to have to remember it. All I'll, right, man. I'll take it in the parking lot as soon as I get out. <laughs> um, I don't know how critics do that. Do they get the movie theater to themselves? Uh, yeah, they do special screenings. And then they probably critics. take notes and shit. Yeah. I mean, if you went during the day... Um, two or three weeks after it was released, the theater would be empty. You could take notes in the theater. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. But yeah. uh, there you go, man. I, I put off everything in my life, and I did not put this off. It shows you where my prior, prior, priorities are. They're kind of bullshit, but I, I did it. I did it, and I'm waiting for the super edit. I'm waiting for someone to edit all those together, add a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, there you go. There you go, listener. For you. To you, from us. Yeah. Or Ryan. I, I contributed nothing. You allowed me to, to, to do it. 
You could have vetoed. You could have said, "I don't want to. I don't want that on the show." Yeah, I don't veto much. No, you don't veto. I, I can't even. Spe- I can't think of any specific thing that you've ever. Vetoed. I vetoed. I know I vetoed playing "My Heart Will Go On" at the Titanic oh my episode. God, that was a mistake on your part. No, absolutely not. But- I stand by that. We played that the death metal version of it or something. I said, oh, yeah, if that we're going to play it, then that's what we're going to do. Can you believe that we watched Titanic and Titanic 2 in one day? That was pretty shot. Like, when I think about that now, it's like... Next level shot. Yeah, what a stupid idea. But we did it. The fact that we even did Titanic 2 is stupid. I, 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 and I Why? can honestly say I probably will never watch Titanic ever again. Yeah, I could I could see that. I've now seen it as a child, as like a teenager, and as an adult. I don't think my opinion is going to change on it. You know, there's those movies where you're like, I think I'm done with that for the rest I think it's of a my good, life. It'll be at least a good decade before I watch Titanic again. Maybe I'll watch 10 minutes of it on TNT or if something. I even wanted to. Yeah, yeah, 10 minutes on TNT. But uh, I don't know. So that's uh, yeah, that's the segment. Thank you for listening. Email us, thetruthryanadam.gmail.com, your opinions on the segment. Hey, I saw a movie. I'd love to hear about it. I went with my dad and my mom, and we saw Air. Oh, it's coming to streaming soon. Yeah. Um. So I'm kind of I'm gonna watch it there. Um. I don't know why. Yeah. Why the hell would I want to watch that movie? What'd you think? I don't know. It, it, it might be a good companion piece to you. Watch the Last Dance, right? The Last Dance. The oh, Jordan. I did. Yes, yeah, the Jordan I liked documentary. It. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Um. I, I wasn't really planning on seeing Air until my father said he wanted to see it. And I said, all right, I got that AMCA list. I'll go. I'll check it out on a Tuesday night. And uh, it was pretty good. It's all script. Like, the script was was killer. And well, How was the directing? I mean, Affleck's was, he's yeah, not, he's not I didn't bad. realize that Affleck was a director until yeah. I was sitting in there. While he, that guy knows how to direct a movie. He does. I've I, seen two of his movies. Yeah. I didn't love either, but they were both perfectly fine was it the town i saw the town and i saw argo yeah and they were both entertaining perfectly fine well-made movies this guy knows what he's doing he knows how to put together a movie and this was a much there's a much smaller budget you can tell it's a bit of a passion project there's so much 80s music dude it's just that's one of the reasons why i liked it so much is 80s 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 see i i I thought you normally get like exhausted by like i don't like jamming the uh jamming the decade (laughs) down people's throats because this movie's not trying to convince me that it's any better than it actually is i think interesting and um clearly and you know i was i know me we were kind of making fun of it the trailer because (laughs) it's a movie about how white people got rich off of michael jordan (laughs) yeah but the way i guess the way the script is very clever and that it almost michael jordan kind of saved them okay in a sense and they're very good at presenting that to you it's just an interesting idea for a movie like let's make a movie about the guys who work for corporate at nike i mean made a shoe line based on this like Basketball, it's such an odd premise to me. What's the conflict? The conflict is Nike's shoe division is about to fold. Yeah. They're, or not not shoe, I'm sorry, their basketball division is about to fold. And all these people's jobs are at stake and their livelihood is at stake. And they're not, they're, you know, average working Joes in a cubicle. And yeah. They're you know they're all about to get laid off and lose their job. But and, what's stopping them 
from just making the Michael Jordan show. Like, what is... They have to sign, they have to convince Michael Jordan to sign with Nike, which at the time was a joke. Yeah. In the basketball world, anyway. They were running shoes. Adidas, Michael Jordan loved Adidas. It was well known that he was an Adidas man. It's like, this is like Coke and Pepsi. These are like two huge corporations. So so the movie is these guys trying to sell this idea... To Michael Jordan, I think uh, uh, mostly Michael Jordan's mom is this. Yes. Is, is essentially what the movie is about. Yeah, and they're trying to Viola Davis. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to just sell him on a company that they can't. They can't compete. They cannot compete with Adidas or Converse. Right. They can't. And weird. Imagine a time like where Nike couldn't compete with Converse. I mean, they're they're all, they're all doing fine, but Nike's enormous. Yeah, they're they're they got to be number one yeah, at this point. I would think. And it's largely because they were able to land Jordan. And also, Jordan was as in the public eye as unknown as Nike was for the most part. That is a ballsy move. When you look at it in retrospect, it's like they that's a huge risk. Yeah, never set foot on an NBA court. And basically, the character, Matt Damon's character, he's not, he's very out of shape. He's not an athlete. They show, they kind of show you, oh, he's a gambling addict, like right off the bat. Rounders. And yeah, dude. And uh, he really kills it at this character. And dude, there's classic Affleck Damon. They didn't write it. Somebody else did. But there's a first time writer, actually, I looked up, uh, but... Affleck and Damon speeches, you know, those yeah. there's there's some goodwill hunting yeah. moments in there, but they're not as bad. Like they're not as they're as not as obviously obvious as, overwritten. Yeah, but that was I, a very nineties thing, yeah. I feel like. They do kind of kiss Michael Jordan's ass a little bit. Of course. But I mean, it's kind of hard not to. Because he's a, yeah, the, it's the great, one of the greatest athletes of all time. It's one of those things, dude. I mean, I watched that whole like multiple part documentary about Michael Jordan and I don't even watch basketball. Like yeah. it was like it's he's an icon. He's yeah. a fucking he's larger than life. Yeah, you know? and, that, and that's why this movie is able is able to survive, you know? And there's there's a lot of like joke like you, there's some inside basketball stuff, you know, that you I wish I knew more. I actually feel like I like basketball, but I never like I don't follow it and I can't get into it and I don't know all the ins and outs, but like I, there's something about that sport, maybe because it was so big when we were kids. Yeah. You know? I I like basketball. Yeah, I, mean, I would I would recommend it's a good Netflix streamer, you know, if you just wanna yeah. it's an easy watch. Oh yeah, 80s I, I, music at the wazoo. Can't go wrong there. Yeah, it, it opens. The opening of the movie is just a montage of 80s. Yeah, and it's at this point I know what's going on. I know what you're doing. Yes, and they they also did some the way they make the footage look all grainy and 16 millimeter. Oh and yeah, yeah. That was only in the intro though. The, I'm glad they didn't go the whole the, way. Uh, with that. The pop culture song thing is like it's so fucking huge in movies. Oh yeah. I rewatched and I could see people being snarky about this, but I don't care. I rewatched the guardians movies because the new one's coming out okay. and I have no plans. But yet. by people, you meant me. You so you meant me uh, being snarky. about I, it. Didn't I've, you? I've gotten to a weird point in my life. Maybe it's my age, but if you tell people that you watched a, I, I have not seen a new Marvel movie in over a year. I'm not a Marvel guy, but you tell people that you watched one, and people make like a face. They they they, they roll their eyes. I just think it's been over a year. That year's not that long. 
I mean, there's like six of these movies a year. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, my point is, is that I was thinking about, I was watching it. I have sort of a new opinion on these movies, a, a lesser opinion on these movies now. I used mm. to like them more. And I think part of the, pro I still like those movies, but I think part of the problem is so many movies will copy the style and then you get sick of the style. Yeah. And one of those things is bringing the like 70s one hit wonder song, the 70s song or 80s song into a movie. And I just feel like that has just been wrung to death at oh, this yeah, point. Oh, yeah, sure. Actually, here in the third one, it's not all 70s music. He's doing music from like 80s and 90s too. And I have to assume it's because even James Gunn is like... Running out of ideas. This yeah. is fucking... How many times can this we do this? This new one's not getting very good reviews. Is it not? No. I didn't even look it up. Yeah. I didn't even look it up. I'm going to see it because mm. I'm curious. Yeah. So fuck it. Why not? But uh, I didn't love the second one. The first one I did enjoy. The first one was enjoyable. See, I like both. I liked Kurt Russell a lot in the second one. But the second one did a thing that Marvel started doing way too much. And I'm not the only person. It's a nerd complaint, but it's just true. Is doing the jokes that undercut all of the drama. So, like, I like the second one, but there's a lot of moments where you're like, I'm supposed to care about these characters. And then all of a sudden somebody makes some, like, stupid, like, joke and just undercuts it. Like, it's like you're not supposed to take it seriously, but then it's, I don't know, it's like sometimes the tone is fucking annoying in those mm. movies. Yeah. And the Thor movies went crazy with that shit, where it was just like, oh, I'm supposed to care that someone might die. And then someone makes like a <laughs> joke, and then you're like, yeah, you fucking ruined the whole scene. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, it's a hard balance. Yeah. But I, I enjoy those movies, but uh, I don't know. But going back to the popular music thing, I was just talking to Josh about this, and he said something that I've heard you say, which is how movie trailers now... They don't do the narrator thing anymore. All they are now is like quick cuts and like a pop song. That's the thing now. Well, I, it's it's a more specifically a classic rock, a creepy classic rock cover. Usually slowed down they or sung by like down. a chorus of kids. And that's what the Guardians one did. But I think with since you've been gone, I think that was the song in the new one. Oh, <laughs> one of them. One of the movies it is using Yellow Brick Road slowed down oh, i forget what movie it was I don't see know. like the trailers are so there's only it's, one trailer it's what they all do now. there's one trailer yeah. and a billion movies but there's only one trailer and again it's kind of like i remember when inception came out and the trailer did a lot of that like bong stuff and then yeah and then all of a sudden and it was cool when Who's they the guy did that does that music uh howard uh howard um, um Ramus. Oh my god! Uh, I can't believe we can't remember that. I just yeah, he's I, a huge I, I guy. Just was, not Howard. Hans Ford. Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Yeah, I was okay. yeah, <laughs> and it's cool. It's a cool little score uh, because it's unique. And then it's like every fucking trailer started yeah. doing that. The and it was just like <laughs> it, it hits a point where you're like, it just becomes so fucking old. Mm -hmm. You gotta. I don't know. I just miss trailers being different. But to counter that point, I I am loving. The Oppenheimer trailer, that that's one of the best trailers I've seen in forever. Which, how does that trailer go? I don't remember. That's the one uh, he's climbing up the ladder. I think I don't think I've seen that trailer. Oh, you have Oppenheimer, the new Christopher Nolan. I know, Nolan but I'm movie. not remembering the trailer. Oh, dude, it's it's gripping. It's I a do, gripping trailer. You know what's funny? I'm I didn't see Dunkirk and I didn't see Tenet, and I kind of want to see Dunkirk, but 
I don't, again, I see what I want. I'm not going to see right. every fucking Nolan movie. I do actually want to see Oppenheimer. Yeah, and so do I. I feel the same way. I didn't see Dunkirk or Tenet, but I want to see Oppenheimer. I like the subject matter. Yeah. The dude fucking, like, you know, the nuke. Like, that's interesting. Yeah. So, like, I want to, I'm curious to see that movie. Yeah, he was he was a, a bizarre dude, too. Makes sense. He didn't, uh, he wasn't military. He was a civilian See, I didn't. I don't know that. Yeah, much Yeah, it's about like all these these weird things that people might not have been aware of. So I, I'm I, curious to know more about Oppenheimer. Yeah, I think it'll be cool. Yeah. So. And that's the show, Ryan and Adam. We're going home. I'm already home, but uh, Ryan's got to go home. I'm I kicking was, him out. I was a heavy movie one. A lot of movie talk. A lot of movie talk, dude. If you hate us when we talk about movies, email us at the truth, Ryan Adam at gmail.com. And we will not stop. I burped. Um, We're not going to stop talking. Yeah, email us whatever the fuck you want. You know how it goes. And uh, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great week. And I hope it's super cool. And you have a lot of fun. And you get promoted. And and you eat something really delicious. And if you're in a relationship, you have some great fucking sex. I hope you guys I hope you guys out there have some great sex. That's what I hope for you guys. And that's the show. And thanks for listening and don't accept any wooden nickels. Goodbye.